Hey y'all, this is Trent Knox, and uh, this is the Trent Knox Show, and uh, our guest will be Jonathan Moore of Create More Media. He is a content creator and content professional out of um, out of New Jersey and uh, the the East Coast. Um, I wanted to get on here a little bit before I uh, bring him onto the show and um, kind of go over some of the stuff that's that's been going on. Um, as you maybe have been tracking uh, on social media, I recently posted a video um, that I was asking some questions from a CPA that's on YouTube, uh, JJ the CPA that's that's out there uh, putting a lot of great information out there for small businesses, independent contractors, gig workers, uh, about the PPP, the Payroll Protection Program, um, and the EIDL Advance um, that's going to help out those small businesses of 500 or less employees, um, your independent contractors, your gig workers, your sole proprietors, and getting some access to some economic injury impact uh, loans, grants, and uh, advances. Um, so I highly suggest watching that video. It's pretty much on all platforms, Instagram, Facebook, um, LinkedIn, um, and uh, basically kind of listen to the questions that I asked because uh, the, 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 the how I got to where I'm at today was this ambition of, of of establishing a nonprofit um, while I was living in Colorado and having that experience um, trying to form a business in like with no comprehension of what the the skills or avenues or um, how you form a business um, and um, I don't want to get too much into that, but we're going to bring Jonathan on here uh, and get this show started. Uh, here we go. Hey, Jonathan, how are you? going on man how you doing brother sorry i'm, uh, I'm doing running, running a little late there yeah no worries um it's it's great to e meet you um you know it i i discovered your 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 video about um how to to get access to some of these economic injury funds uh for creatives and um dude i, I think we're on the same like um uh, mental mental page so i wanted to you know see see more about you and, and introduce you to my, my audience, my podcast audience and uh, the folks down here in Austin. Um, so yeah, let, let, let's get this thing started. So I got a couple of questions, uh, Jeff, definitely just to get to know you a little bit better um, and introduce you to the audience that I have in the podcast uh, room. And then, um, and then we can just kind of chop it up and talk about like what's going on. So First off, this is Jonathan Moore of Create uh, More Media, and um, I wanted to kind of get a backstory of how did you get into the business, and like, what's your origin story? Oh, man. All right. So, well, first of all, thanks for having me here, man. It's, uh, 
privilege and an honor. Uh, awesome. But, uh, yeah, for my backstory is essentially um, I've been doing my you know full time photography videography business now for about two years. No, almost going on three now. Um, before that, I used to be a school teacher actually. Um, so I taught high school for about five six years. Um, I was teaching art and digital photography. And, uh, you know, one day, you know, I decided that I wanted to, you know, go ahead and try to do this thing full time. You know, I always had them, you know, side gigs here and there. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, talked it over with my wife, man, and she was all about it, you know. So you know, I jumped in head first and uh, haven't looked back since. So that's kind of how I got to, you know, where I'm at today. Very cool. Uh, so, so did you grow up? What was your what was your your childhood like? And, and what did it ever like occur to you that you would want to be in the like content creator, professional creative space? Um, you know what? Uh, I, I can't say that. That's what I thought I would do for myself. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, you know, growing up, always. You know, I was always into cameras, you know, doing pictures, doing videos, you know, used to skate back in the day. So we used to make the skate videos and all that other stuff. You know what I mean? Um, but I, I never really thought that I would do it, you know, kind of full time. You know, I always wanted to work for myself. I knew I always wanted to do that, um, you know, but it just took a while to get there, you know, because, you know, you always growing up, you I always wanted to have some type of security. And, uh, you know, doing the my freelance stuff on the side, you know, was like here and there, you know, I always thought to myself, if I really took it serious, I could probably make a full time, you know, uh, living with it. But it took a while to get to that point. And so, you know, now here it is in this day and age, right, with social media, you know, being a content creator, you know, is an actual thing, whether it's, you know, video, photo, Instagram, podcast, like, it's just an interesting time. And so if you got that kind of, you know, spirit where you like to create, you know, stuff, you can actually, you know, monetize it these days. So it's, it's, I guess it's just timing to be for real with you. Yeah. And so before you, before you took it and went the direction of full-time production, uh, company, you, you were, you were teaching and, 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 uh, I didn't hear you tell me like, what, what grades were you teaching? And like, um, did you, what, did you go to school for education or did you go to school for photography? So I, I went to school for photography, you know, when, oh, okay. I, went to, when I went to college. Um, I got into teaching, in all honesty, because, um, I, you know, I never really thought I would be a teacher. What, what ended up mm -hmm. happening was is uh, I went this, it's, it's called an alternate route, which is essentially if you didn't go to school for education, you can, you know, take these classes and kind of get these credits and then you can become a teacher or you can get your teaching certificate. Um, but yeah, I just, I went for photography. Uh, I didn't think that, you know, I would end up becoming a teacher, but you know, it, it just so happened the opportunity presented itself because uh, essentially what happened was, is I was working I used to work uh, as a metal fabricator, sheet metal fabricator. And um, I was doing that for about five years. And then uh, I ended up getting laid off like back in like, you know, like 08 when the economy was like really bad or whatever. Mm -hmm. So a couple of friends of mine were substitute teachers. 
And, you know, for, to be a substitute teacher, you only needed like a certain amount of college credits. So I ended up doing that. And uh, that's kind of how I ended up falling into teaching. I was subbing because it was just easy money. I mean, you don't really do much but hand out worksheets, you know, tell kids to shut up and sit down. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. um, essentially, that's that's, you know, I, I ended up coaching. I started coaching track. And, you know, from there, I, you know, took some of those classes, took a test and jumped into teaching. Mm. You know? Yeah, that's a, that's a really, um, your story is interesting. And, you know, it's it's always that, that, that the, your journey, your narrative thus far is kind of like something I've always thought about myself. But actually, um, you know, never, the opportunity never really presented itself in that manner. I have uh, family members that are very similar to what you, you, you've you done. My, my mother was a substitute teacher, a teacher, balanced between both of those depending upon uh, my stepdad, he's uh, he's uh, in the military, so kind of experienced both those two worlds. Um, and then, you know, uh, yeah, it just never really presented itself. I went to school uh, for film, and, um, right. you know, I did that whole four-year uh, thing for film, and, um, you know, I never made a narrative film in, since I graduated. Everything I've done has been in the commercial space or in some some regard some sort of like adjacent uh to like actually on a film st studio production uh to that regard but yeah i, I think it's, it's it's an interesting journey that you, that the content creators and professional creatives go down uh to get to a get to where you are and i mean i i really admire your what you're doing and and i can see that you're really a hard worker and you put in that 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 effort with your youtube channel and you know uh i and your website and you're out there you're really out there you're really doing it where there are some content creators out there um that are not as um not as hard working they they haven't put as much time into or effort into their into their overall like uh their trade or their skill and it, it, and, it and i admire what you're doing um yeah and so did i you, you didn't really say it, um you said that that you kind of thought as you were growing up that this would be a, a, a path for you, but did you have like a favorite genre or ty uh, um, established director, somebody that, that you liked their look or like something that inspired you to, to, to in the way that you're currently doing it? You know what? Um, I, I really didn't. You know, I was, because you want to know what? It, it was like I was never really a big film buff. I mean, mm -hmm. I like movies and everything else. Um, and, and I like, you know, photography and, and everything else, but I was never really like, like, like a real big buff, like a real, I wasn't really deep into it per se. You know what I'm saying? I just like the, mm -hmm. the creative side of things, you know what I mean? So it was kind of almost like, like, even when I went to college, like I only went to college because like my mom wanted me to go. Right. Like, it wasn't like I really wanted to go and it wasn't like, I was like really deep into art history or studying different photographers and all this other stuff. I just went because it was the thing to do. You know what I'm saying? So like prior to that, I worked in a trade, you know what I mean? I always thought like, you know, I should just have some type of skill set. You know what I'm saying? So when I ended mm -hmm. up going to school, I just went at whatever I thought I would be good at, which was, you know, I always was into, like I said, creating videos and taking pictures and everything else, you know, like originally I had went for business, but it was like 120 math classes, man. I was like, I, I ain't doing all that. So mm -hmm. I was like, let me just get this piece of paper 
you know what I'm saying? And, and, and do what I got to do. Um, so, you know, I never really had like, you know, somebody who I really like looked up to, you know, I mean, you know, my dad was a photographer, you know, and I liked his work, but, um, okay. I, I was never like really where I had somebody who I was like, man, I want to make, you know, I, I have, I have styles of people who I see their stuff and I'm like, that would be dope to make it like that. But I never was like, you know, super, a, a real hardcore student of the game. I know that sounds terrible, but like, that's just the truth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so you see, like, where you're at today, you think kind of is an, uh, more a state of, or like an example of the time. Like what, what, what is working is like you try to, you try to make your work, uh, and just kind of, uh, kind of get pieces and put it together so that it, it you know, you can get to the next level. I, I, I like that. And, and, and the, what you're doing is like, you see, you're you're taking like a little bit of spices from over here and a little bit of spices from over there and then putting it together. I like how you talked about business. You know, you were you thought of you thought about going to school for business. That's a, that's a interesting mindset. Whereas I think a lot of creatives are the opposite. They they, they don't they don't want to do the business. Um, they'll never they won't because they just expect people to do it for them. You know they don't want they don't want to put in the action the effort and do a forum, um, so so like what uh, I guess my next question is like what technology uh, you said you liked cameras you like these type of things what technology is helping you now to to be a better creative what's what's taking you to the next level? You know what I mean. You know what that's that's kind of like a struggle because. Like as far as technology, you mean like 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 equipment, or you mean like you know like you know uh, software equipment. Software. May it could be it could be something small like a like uh, like a coin or something something that like keeps you going, something that motivates you and and keeps you going. Man, you know what? Um, for example, for for me, live streaming live streaming is is that like I, I I'm. I'm really passionate about live streaming. I like, you know, I like to learn about how new content creators are doing it and, 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 and study the scene from Twitch to YouTube to Facebook to all the different platforms. I mean, right now, it's the biggest is webinar. You know, these, these, these people who are in the e-commerce space just killing it on webinar. You know, I, I, there was a little bit of webinar I knew about before. Like, I did it commercial, commercially, but now there are all these other new traditional business people getting into the entertainment side of, of webinar so like i'm watching that and i'm i'm really uh you know um inspired by it and um that was that's for me what about yourself that's that's what i'm going yeah at. no okay yeah that makes sense i mean you, you know what you actually you, you're right you definitely do see that it's like um you're seeing a lot of people starting to come online use these online platforms um you know i you know i just really I guess for technology, you know, for me, I guess is really kind of like, I guess I'm fascinated with maybe more so with YouTube, I guess, you know, because it's like how you can, you know, kind of create something and have it live on. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I wish, you know, and now and I probably should, but I wish that I did more kind of like my own personal content, you know what I'm saying? As opposed to like work for others, you know what I'm saying? So like YouTube kind of helps with that. Um, but 
you know, I, I guess really, you know, on the video side of things, it really is like more so, I guess, for me, is like that YouTube, you know, um, because it's like so much that can kind of fit in there. It could be like super low quality to like super high quality. You know what I'm saying? So I wish I wish mm -hmm. that I probably did more of my own, you know, content or whatever, per se. Like, you know, I'm shooting stuff for clients, but I kind of wish I did more of my own thing. But I mean, I guess now with this whole, you know, this whole health health john going on you know it's, it's time to do that maybe you know i don't know yeah i'd like to i'd like to get into that a little bit further you know towards the the end of the podcast mm -hmm. but um but yeah so what with, with the clients that you were working with um before the pandemic like what were what was some of the things you were doing like were you already were you working in uh in the narrative space like were you working commercial industrial what were you what were you doing um so uh, I, mainly i do i do video a lot of the video okay. that i was doing was i guess what you could call like nowadays i guess what you would call like edutainment so okay Info, uh, I, infotainment right yeah yeah, yeah exactly and uh, it, I mean, it's not super entertaining. I was working with a lot of uh, real estate investors, right? So that's kind of okay, how cool. I got into the whole YouTube spaces. I had met this guy and he was like, oh, you know about cameras? And I'm like, yeah, man, you know, he was like, I got a YouTube channel. And that's kind of how I fell into it and started working with people um, in the YouTube space. And then on the photography side, it's really, I actually do a lot of food photography. Um, working with you know different restaurant clients because like i said nowadays with like social media it's like a non-stop content mill so you know they always need pictures uh or that type of thing you know at first i used to kind of I, I never was a real big fan of like doing weddings and stuff i mean i did it because you know you know you got some money out of it but um for you know a lot of the work that i was doing for my clients is like you know uh, on a photography side it was mainly you know, food work, so or food photography, or work for them for social media, or also print. You know what I mean? If they were, you know, doing print ads or whatever the case may be. And on the video side, it was a lot of that, you know, infotainment kind of say. You know, kind of, you know, sometimes plain and boring whiteboard videos. Sometimes um, we we did some uh, maybe like you know property walkthroughs or whatever the case may be. And then we also I also did a couple of uh, like mini episodic type of series that was just kind of like a you know a story kind of like told over like you know eight episodes or something along those lines yeah that's really cool so so you talk, you said basically let me put uh, try and stitch this together so you you met somebody who had a youtube channel and oh. so before that before that you were still working in the in as a as a teacher and then you kind of moved over or um, like what was the, the timeline from going from a teacher to be to, to doing this? Um, I think I, I think when I had met that person, I wasn't teaching anymore. Oh, OK, um, I, see, initially when I had got started at what I was doing, initially I was going to do social media marketing. Right. OK, because I was like, yo, I could do that, like, you know, taking pictures and, you know, posting online and doing videos and posting online and all this other stuff. So that was initially what had started out. I was doing social media marketing. And d during this time, I had met that person while I was doing the social media marketing thing. But what ended up happening 
was is that like after a few months of the whole you know getting started like i lost like half my clients you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and the only ones that i had left were the people that i was doing content for but i wasn't doing any marketing for them mm -hmm. so i just went ahead and like just went on that like you know what like those were all my best clients and i wasn't doing all this other you know trying to be on social media and marketing and all this other stuff i was really just doing content and supplying it to them and they had people in place who were doing you know their social media or their marketing or whatever and that's kind of how i fell into the to the groove of, of doing you know you know basically strictly video and photo just like strictly content you know what i mean mm -hmm. what so so um when you when you started that did you have like a were you taking were you taking a course on social media marketing did you did was there how did you get into that what took you down that avenue all right so this this i got into that so essentially i was thinking about like what could i do right and mm -hmm. at the time i was listening to a lot of podcasts right so i okay. was like yo you know what it'd be cool to do a podcast right so i started doing like you know some podcasts like some interviews with some people and my wife she's a school teacher and she was like you know there was these two kids in her class these twins she was like you gotta meet these twins they got their own social media marketing business you know this that, and the third she kept talking about it, kept talking about them. so like finally i'm like all right you know whatever so i set up a little interview with them and you know i was at their place and they were showing me what they did you know they did social media marketing but they also like built websites and everything else and they had this cork board next to you know on the wall and they had a bunch of business cards and the cork mm -hmm. board on, 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 of who all their clients were and i'm looking at all the business cards and i'm like looking at it you know what i mean and i'm looking at what they do and i'm looking at it and i'm kind of just like running the numbers in my head and i'm like yo if these little kids can do this you know what mm -hmm. I mean? I'm like, I can do this. So mm -hmm. I ended up some somehow, I'm sure you probably know, uh, so like Ty Lopez, right? Mm -hmm. So I ended up taking a course from Ty Lopez. It was like a social media marketing course. I, you know, because I because mm -hmm. at the time I was like, I was on social media, but I'm not like a real big social media person. So I just took this course just to kind of like, you know, learn about it and you know, it was helpful. It taught you how to like create ads and build funnels and all this other stuff. So I learned a lot of tricks or whatever, you know, with that course. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, life changing, but, you know, I learned a few things. And uh, and then that's just kind of how I got into it. You know, I just mm -hmm. like you know, I, I just I got out there and I was like, yo, man, you know, I'm doing social media marketing. You know what I'm saying? So and then that's how I kind of picked up my first few clients. And, you know, then kind of progress from there. Did, were you doing like door to door or were you doing cold calling? How were you? How'd you get your first client? I got my first client. Um, so it, it was Stuart, it was a friend of mine, actually. Mm -hmm. um, at the time, I was another, another friend of mine had a construction company. I was building a website for him. And there was another guy who I knew, uh, another friend of mine. And you know he him and his cousin had a website company so i was talking to him about learning how to you know try to get into that side of things but i didn't really like building websites but long story short he was working at a solar company right so they were selling solar and he was like 
I don't know, like sales director or whatever he was, something along those lines. So mm-hmm. I had learned all this stuff in this course, none of which I had ever really done. And I just kind of pitched him on the idea like, yo, you know, you should let me do your social media marketing because they didn't really have somebody doing that. You know, they were they were doing like a lot of canvas and door to door type of stuff. So I'm mm-hmm. like, let me, you know, do your social media marketing. I could build Facebook ads for you and all this other jazz and this, that and the third. And then that's how I landed my very first client was was mm-hmm. through him. And then after that, essentially, it was just kind of like through networking, through going to like different meetups and and groups like that you know is how i started to build up the client list from there yeah so you come from like a creative family you said your dad's a photographer yeah my dad you know he that wasn't his full-time gig but that's you know he's done that all his life you know what i'm saying but um yeah for like my dad was you know my mom she wasn't like an artist or anything but like my dad was into all that gotcha gotcha and um so yeah, when was the first time you heard the word entrepreneur? You know, ah man, I don't even know. You know, I feel like I feel like I don't know when I first heard that word, like entrepreneur. I know that's like the word now, mm-hmm. um, but I don't ever remember hearing that word really like growing up. You, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like you know, both my parents had full time jobs, so you know, I mean, you know, I I, I would hear business owner. You know, or somebody got their own business, but like nowadays, like entrepreneurs, like it's like the buzzword now. You know, I hear it all the time now, but I guess I don't really know when the first time I heard it. Yeah, I was just curious because it, you know, um, what kind of pushed you in the directions to to where you were like, I gotta do what I gotta do um to to get it because so many uh content creators the the people who who um start off on on the artist foot they just can't they can't get it they can't crack it i mean here in austin um that's like the the cliche the starving artist right right? um and and so there's just so many artists out here that they they don't have that that mindset they don't have that go-getter mindset there they and you know what? I, I kind of feel like for me, um, I, I have like a kind of a similar story to, to you. I just, uh, for some reason, for my story is like I I would uh, get a job like that and kind of just have these jobs and learn the experience for on on the job and kind of I never figured out. And I'm still tw- I'm 26 by the way that. I never. I'm. I'm kind of learning from from people like you, people like my friend Knives, um, how to how to do it for yourself. Um, and, and I never figured. I. Ne- I. I'm still struggling with this. That that going and and, and discovery, the discovery portion of, of of content creating and and putting yourself out there. You know, uh, and, and figuring out the marketing and the and the way to advertise and the packaging and that sort of thing i i'm, I'm kind of like uh so somewhere i think you're a bit further down the timeline maybe a little bit more experienced than i am in this regard and and i appreciate that you put your content out there and you can learn from it um and um yeah the, the first time i heard entrepreneur i think i was maybe graduating from high school or something like that um and then my first gig outside of outside of high school was was selling uh, selling knives in a company called Vector Marketing. You mm-hmm. might have heard of it before. 
Um, and so I did that, and um, that I think maybe entrepreneur may have came came up along along that way. Maybe talking about like the magazine or something like that. Okay. But, yeah. But I think that it wasn't. Because so many people either went down the road of selling door-to-door magazines, the, the the vector marketing, selling kitchen cutlery, that sort of thing. Um, but then I took a big break and I went to do the whole four-year school full-time student thing. Um, and then I did uh, I did like uh, I worked at um, retail my senior year. But then once I got out, I didn't really have direction. There, I didn't I didn't I wasn't studying the 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 job market per se um and there wasn't in 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 my university experience there was little to no like um direction as far as like what do you do once you graduate what do you what what do you actually do um there was just just this a lot of a theory as to and i think the one thing that that stuck with me since i since that my dean had told me is that you know the way to do it is is to is to create something or 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 to develop a product and then have you know um people buy the product but he never told me to go out and get a job you know right. um so yeah I, I mean when i hear stories like yours is uh yours is like it it, it it's kind of like you had the step-by-step process it sounds like that you were like i gotta go get it you did. You got the job, but then after you did the job, you're like, okay, that's my experience. I've got job training. I did jobs, but now I got to go build something for myself. And then while you were building something for yourself, you got all these networks. Uh, you, you started a network with friends and and colleagues and and acquaintances, and you built up some some system. Like and I and I and I, I'm kind of I'm kind of like trying to to break down and trying to figure out. What was that? When was the first time you were like, okay, now I've got a, a system to get leads. Um, um, and, and what, what, what was it? What was it like originally? Were you, were you, was it mostly, um, uh, peer to peer marketing or, or what, what were you doing? And, and now what we can get, start getting into, into what, what's happening to content creators now is how, since peer to peer marketing is so it, it's almost so strong because you can be person to person it's handshakes it, it it's 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 going to events it's it's being in the in, in kind of uh, you know uh it's it's word of mouth uh being able to be have a conversation with someone directly but now that we're kind of pivoting and that we having this social distancing shelter in place uh the these kind of restrictions on on our marketing uh what what are some strategies that we can start implementing uh and then maybe we can talk about the funding stuff uh and and talk about how the government's going to try and help out certain people and how you can go to other third party grant systems uh to stay afloat but i know that this next 6 months is very going to be very tough for people um and for me this is my my experience is that you know i i was i was getting to the place at which i was starting to hire contractors you know, um, I was using Upwork and and some of my friends, and I was able to pay them, um, and, and and have them come on to set with me, do video production. Um, I I wanted to get to the place where like I could have them additionally do social media marketing, do some website design and that sort of thing. But um, you know, March first came around and it was like clients 
just stopping service one after the other and and um you know having in uh estimates out and, and and getting sorry i can't can't fulfill that estimate and um you know I, and th this is like this is not specific to the industry that uh, uh you know creative industry or video production or audiovisual uh industry um it, it it is now construction restaurants hospitality it's every single industry being impacted by this but for those of us who are in the space of word of mouth um contracts and whatnot what what do you think like the pivot is for that strategy of acquiring leads following up with those leads and what kind of services do you think creatives should be training and getting skills in man you know that's a that's a good question man that's a that's a interesting question that's like the million dollar question um yeah you know it's it's a little tricky man because you know it, it for example like you know same thing when march 1st came around you know what i'm saying like a lot of business just kind of shut down, you know, right? Like the world went on pause, you know, I had jobs that I was about to do and everything else. And it just kind of came to an end. I still mm -hmm. have some clients that I do virtual work with. So we've been able to, you know, kind of continue moving through that. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of the stuff I was doing was in person, obviously with the video and the, and the photography. Um, and it's, and it's kind of tough, you know what I'm saying? Like I, you know, just the other day or just the other week, I had somebody who I do a lot of work with. They reached out to me about, you know, a potential job coming up, uh, putting some work together for them. But, you know, that that took time, right? It took time to, like, get out there and build and network. And I ain't even I ain't even going to lie. Like, I'm not even really into all of that, right? Like, I'm not into the whole, you know, being at networking events and all that other stuff. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. it's just like a necessary evil, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I mean, for me, I'm not a super, super extroverted person, but I can be. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I just had to do that. So kind of, you know, building up that network now has kind of gotten me to um, to be able to have kind of that word of mouth or that referral, you know, recurring business kind of coming in. Mm -hmm. But um, right now, as far as like skills or whatever you know, that people could be focusing on, you know, is, is, is in all honesty, man, I'm not a hundred percent sure because, um, I mean, I guess whatever, whatever is really, you know, I think here, I think the tough part is this is when you have, you know, creatives and, and I've been to Austin before, so I know what it's like. It's, that's a dope city though. But mm -hmm. when it comes to creatives, you kind of got the, the two battles, right? You got the battle of, um, you know, having your work and your name being on it, right? And uh, and it being representative of you and what you do. And then also you got the battle of like the business side of things, right? And so I feel like in a situation like we're in right now, you know, it's really kind of time to like, you want to still be creative, but you also want to kind of throw like the business side of things on and really kind of see like, okay, well, what's a need? You know what I'm saying? So like something that I was thinking about doing was is like, say, for example, like the real estate industry is hit. So, you know, virtual tours is going to be a big thing. Right. So, mm -hmm. you know, doing 3D scans or something along those lines. Right. Like that's not what my passion is. Right. It's not like what I want to do. But at the same time, it's an opportunity, you know, to make some money. Right. And, and to keep things rolling. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of mm -hmm. like trying to find those opportunities where you can make a couple dollars 
and keep things rolling so you can, you know, kind of keep going after your creative pursuits. Um, also, too, you know, it, it's, it's kind of tough if you're not in the position already where you can be monetizing your own platforms. You know, whether, mm -hmm. say, for example, if you have a YouTube channel that's monetized or you have a blog or something along those lines that are monetized. Um, but, you know, if you can, you know, now might be a time to, to, to get into that. It's probably not going to be enough to really like you're not going to be making a ton of money, but it could be something. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, so you got that side of things. And uh, I was going to say one more thing, but um you know that's kind of like where it's at it's like trying to see where opportunity is at and it's kind of tough right now because a lot of it's on pause you know what i'm saying and i think that it's kind of interesting because right before all this happened you know what i'm saying like i was kind of starting to make a transition from the video photo stuff into creating a product because mm. you know the reality is is that like you know um my service business is what I'm doing, right? That's my skill. That's what I'm good at. I know I can do that. But at the same time, I feel like it was only going to be able to take me so far. And so, you know, the reality is, is like you like when it comes to being a creative and like I'm kind of doubling going back on what you were saying about like the creative side and the business side, mm -hmm. you know, after a while, it's like, you know, I want to be creative, but I also want to make money, too. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, and I want to try to be able to do something that got me some, you know, get me some longevity, that, something that I can scale up and not be so involved in, you know. Now, when this whole thing kind of came about, that kind of shut that all down as well, too. But at the end of the day, there's still opportunities for product, you know, type of businesses, maybe doing it online or something along, you know, online sales, probably where it's at right now. Um, but something along those lines, you know, like if you're good at graphic design, maybe now's the time to do like an online T-shirt shop or something like that. You know, um, if you got a lot of photography, maybe it's time to try to get some stock photos popping or something along those lines. You know, you just kind of got to look for those opportunities. Like if you got cameras or you do videos, maybe virtual tours, whether it be, you know, don't have to be 3D scans. It could be a lot of videos. I'm seeing that is going on now. Um, so, you know, that's tough. You're just trying to find those opportunities, you know, in the midst of all of this stuff, but you kind of got to, you know, wherever there's a disaster, it's still going to be an opportunity. It's just, you got to find what you can exploit, you know, at the time, you know, but still that fits your skill set. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, like I, all over the place there. No, not at all, and, and I, I I completely understand what you're saying. I think you put it into into a different way, but kind of the mm -hmm. same thing is that um, I want to hint on this because this is maybe where maybe maybe people might get confused. It's the vocabulary and the the language between business and create uh, being a creative or an artist um, they don't match up a lot of the time. Right. Um, for instance, you said something earlier, canvassing, you know, um, that 
that terminology is going to be used more on the advertising marketing space and business side where an artist thinks of a canvas like where they're going to put their art you know where they're going to be uh you know painting or drawing or put you know uh the video resolution space that's their canvas right and for the creative for the creative i guess you know there's some limitations in in that regard and there are always limitations in business as well but you know right now there's the avenue to to having a netflix special a netflix show or having um having an amazon prime video or a hulu original that's that's on hold like that's on hold for a while because there's there's productions that have been in production for four or five years just for those things so we can expect like if you're if you want to put a video on netflix or hulu you're talking 10 15 years before that might even happen that's what's crazy as far as that's regard as far as that that whole thing is i mean you get there are individuals out there and i I don't know who they would be i I haven't done enough research on this that got lucky you know maybe one to two years got their program onto netflix or whatever through all of the paperwork sign all of that production everything right um but you know that that space is there's no there's no uh there's no light that a lot of these creatives artists can see at the end of the tunnel whereas business it's a little bit you know at least the independent or even not even the independent but the conglomerate or whatever there's a little bit of a you can see the light at the end of the tunnel through vimeo netflix um uh if we want to get into like the adult side of entertainment you could talk about only fans uh you know premium snapchats all these things in that in that that lane and you know what that's the thing that people are de- dealing with now right now at least in this situation it is is like what are you willing to sacrifice you know and that's that's unfortunate because a lot of us that were in the are bridge the gap between creative and bit in the business um have been trying to to represent or like pioneer for those people that so they you know you there is more opportunity at the at the netflix the hulus the amazons of the world you know um and, and unfortunately the this has kind of put that clamp on there saying that uh that's gonna have to wait you know that that opportunities got to wait you know having a television show or doing anything in that regard it's gonna have to wait all those things and and so i mean there's an avenue that you just have to want that you know you just want to have to number one you want to see some success so that so that so that you don't feel like whatever you're doing is is going nowhere which which um is something that people will probably have to think okay well do i just put this movie out on on youtube or facebook or you know an an avenue and and you know you talked about monetization uh opportunities and uh well i take a deep breath right there because um so many content creators artists have been aiming at that netflix that amazon that hulu 
that HBO, that traditional broadcast television, that they don't have the they don't have the structure like you do or I do. Even though I'm a little, I I, I think you're in a whole nother zone. Uh, you, I, I look at you the way you've been platforming, man. You've created a lot of avenues, um, and you know, uh, I'm sure we could go down the 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 conversation of uh, multiple streams of income and 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 that that regard too um but there are i mean what would you say to those folks that are just getting started you know um they don't have it they don't have it you know uh and i, I you know i'm i i for me i've got the podcast and uh and and the i've done the twitch thing so i'm kind of in that in that area so okay. um I've got I've got a little bit of an avenue. I got a little I got a taste of of what the, that is, but right. you know it's um yeah w there are a lot of folks out there that this is day one. It, you know day zero was maybe March first. Right. Yeah. You know. I mean, you know I ain't gonna lie. If, if today is day one. Is is tough, man. It is tough. Um, yeah. But what it really kind of comes down to is the tough part is is about with, with, with creatives is is that it's like you said right you got like you got a little taste right mm -hmm. so you gotta just have like your, your little taste you gotta figure out you know how you gonna make money that's what it kind of comes down to you know you really gotta figure out like how you gonna make money it depends on how you know important it is to you you know mm -hmm. like so for me that's why i do i do it full time you know what I mean? So I have to learn, like, whatever I'm doing, how am I going to make money? If I'm going to pick up a camera, I'm going to make money with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. and sometimes it's like some of the things that I'm doing isn't always the most exciting thing, but I know it can make some money, right? You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So, like, I don't really want to shoot a virtual tour of a house, but mm -hmm. that can make me some money, which can then fuel the other creative stuff that, like, the bigger platforms that if that is my goal one day that I could get to. But, like, if it's, you know, if it's day one, man, you just kind of got to figure out, like, what can you do to make you some money? You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? You kind of got to kind of got to put the art side. You got to keep it there, but you got to get the hustling hat on. You know what I'm saying? And figure mm -hmm. out, like, what can I do to make some money? You know what I'm saying? And, like, that could be anything. You know, that could be, like, I'm going to do, uh, say, like, an Instacart. You know what I mean? I'm gonna do a, mm -hmm. a Uber Eats, a Doors that it don't. You know, it's like you just gotta figure out how you can make money so you can keep doing the things that you want to do. Because you, yeah. you, you know, you ain't making no dough. It's hard to do that. So, if if right now is day one and you're trying to get into that whole creative space, the reality is, is you're probably just like you say, you're gonna have to wait. You know what I mean? Like a lot of that stuff is gonna be put on pause. Yeah. Um, and you're just going to have to find some alternative avenues. You know what I mean? And like, it, it just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And and one day when things kind of get back to normal, who knows when that'd be. But, mm -hmm. you know, then you can start to put that, you know, that back into motion. But, you know, you can't put it into motion at all if you ain't got no dub. Mm -hmm. So you just kind of got to figure out what you can do in this moment and then rock and roll from there, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm hmm but like, yeah, that's that's a tough question though. If today is day one though. Normally I would say, listen, if it was just normal and today was day one, I would say go get a sale. Like pitch your idea to somebody and sell it. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Get some mm -hmm. money in the door. Don't worry about too much. Don't worry about 
you know, all the other stuff that a lot of people get caught up on, you know, websites or business cards or logos or all that stuff. Don't even sell the idea first, get some money in and then handle all that stuff later. Um, but, you know, but now today now, you know, it's, it's, it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. You just got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you said a lot of things and I, and I mean, um, I, I don't know if you have much time to go past the hour mark, but I wanted to, to verify yeah. with you if that's okay. Um, cool, cool, cool. So um, just let me know if you have to go and, and we can uh, we can wrap it up. So number one, I, I particularly after I graduated college and did all of that stuff and I was still in the game a little bit with the video stuff, but I was doing volunteer work and trying to build up my, my portfolio, right? That's the whole thing that they talk about, their portfolio, you know, um, and so for day zero people, this may, maybe, maybe they can relate to this, is that I was going out there, I was doing the gig economy work, doing the Postmates, doing the Uber, doing the Lyft, that sort of thing, and um, I did that for about three years full-time and still tried to make this thing work out um and then you know i i don't know i mean i didn't have the communication skills or the or the the um technical skills or, or anything to get to to i don't know how to explain it but certain other folks have have figured out the ty lopez stuff that stuff like like kind of where you're you're at and um you know, and then you you see those individuals that it just it some reason it just hit it went off like like uh, to the to you know stratosphere with the way the Tim Ferriss style four hour work week stuff you know, um, which like, you know I only know a couple maybe a couple people that that are at that level of of, of it working out for them, um, but. You know, you grind. I, I'm a gr I, I go out there and I grind. You know, I I did the whole. Uh, driving the Uber stuff, gig work, and and it is an avenue of monetization. It is something you can do. Um, unfortunately, it does take a lot of investment. Um, if you don't have the car, or the bicycle, or the the you're not living in the right area, all those those reasons that could be excuses as to why you couldn't do it. Um, and you're gonna you're gonna hear from everybody under the sun. Oh, you shouldn't be doing that. Yada yada yada. Happened. I know. I've heard the story a million times. Um, uh, in that regard and it's it's interesting because the people who are day zero that don't have a portfolio um, and, and I was thinking about the folks that are have just been laid off from their full-time job like their job whether it was in a cubicle or whatever that was that are like what do I do now you know I, I definitely recommend them you know to go check out the ubers the lifts that sort of thing and get out there and, and that's a quick that's a quick buck if you need a quick buck that's the that way to go um the building the portfolio thing and and, and the sales route the door-to-door -door, the cold calls that sort of thing um that's uh, there's just so much competition right now just so much competition and it and um that's not to say it's not a huge market. It is a huge market, and there are people who are going to need team players, people who can facilitate a certain role, whether that's the the you know the person who's in charge of e-commerce on the website or the person who's in charge of you know marketing and advertising. You know, but you gotta that business that you're pitching to has to have 
a bigger structure and a bigger online structure whereas you know the mom and pop coffee shop or the food truck or you know so many different local businesses aren't going to have that online presence to at that that level that that could facilitate you know job creation so i and i guess the the thought that was going on i think the 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 key for for folks is you know the video that i saw from you obviously i was searching around for youtube uh for 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 you know answers or like some some advice or something in regard to the pre, uh, payroll protection program and the EIDL advance and the, that was the video I saw and I saw I was like man I gotta get this guy on the show I gotta have a conversation with him because he he's got the experience he's got the resume he's got all these things he's thinking about this like I'm thinking about this um, and I know that the people that listen to my show that are in the content creation uh, realm because I, I niche out to esports I've been in esports for the past five years okay. um, you know and that business is it's not as scaled out as some of these other e-commerce businesses you know they're more in, they're more in like the same um, position that you and I are in where um, they're, they're, they're building their brand they're they're, they're growing their network um, and whatnot and and I know a lot of people in the video space that that are like that too. The videographers, the producers, the production assistants, those people who play played key roles. All right, so now I've kind of listed a lot of different people who are kind of in this you know day fifteen you know category or whatever. Um, there, they have two options, right? They can either um, kind of have this. What is it that they're too good for help? You know, they're they 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 like. Um, there's a word. There's a word that's uh, that's been going around. I can't think of the word off the top of my head, but it's like they're too proud. They're proud. They're too proud to to take advantage of PPP or EIDL advance, and um, and they just don't. They're not motivated to go out and and take and, and you know take whatever risk it is to do a Lyft, an Uber, a rideshare, a gig economy job, man, it, it, do you have some words for those people? Because I've got plenty of words. I'm angry. I'm angry at those folks because it's like right. I, I went through all the, I went through all that pain and tribulations and, 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 and took the sacrifices when everybody said, don't do it. Don't go out there and grind. You know, it's, it's going to be not do nothing for you. You know, those folks just, they just need a fire, like some sort of fire under them to get, to be like, if you got it, if you, if you got to if you need help, get the help. If you, if you, if, if you're, if you're there and you can't, you know, you can't make it, well, you know, make the sacrifice, go out there, you know, whether it's a sacrifice on your car, because I hear it all the time, people say, um, though, oh, Lyft puts too much wear and tear on your car, mm-hmm. you know. Learn. Uh, I, I, I'll, I'm going to give you. Hold on. My question was, what would you say? And I'm going off. But yeah, uh, what would you say? I mean, you know what? It's, it's simple, man. It's like if, if you want it, you'll go get it. And if you don't, you won't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It really yeah. is that simple. You know, it's like I feel you when you're saying like how you might feel like you got a lot to say, but. It, I mean, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're too proud, you don't want to go for it, don't go for it. You know what I'm saying? I, mm-hmm. Hey, you don't want it, I'll take it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
Like, you know, you, you walk past a penny on the ground, I'm picking it up because I want all that money. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like, if you don't want it, ain't no problem. You know what I mean? Just, hey, don't, you want it, you want it. If you, if you want it bad enough, you'll, you'll do something. And if you don't, you won't. I mean, it's just, you know, what, what else can you do? You know, you can't make nobody do something. So and that's what I think. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't have, you know, if, if you out there, my encouraging words would be like, keep it going. You know, you got to do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it might not be what you want to do, but at least you'll learn that in the process, right? You'll learn mm-hmm. like, all right, this ain't what I'm trying to do. And when I get to where I'm trying to go, I know I don't want to go back to this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if you don't want to, you, you're too proud, you don't want to get out there, you don't want to ask for the help, don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. don't. You know, that's fine. You know, somebody else will do it. it, it hey, it don't matter. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, what? I think some folks, you know, especially, you know, folks who are coming off of the on the day zero, you know, got just got laid off from their job or whatever. They're going to say, you know, they're going to say that they can't go and, you know, reach out to people like I'm doing with you, you know, people that you never met before. You know, you may not meet for a while because this whole situation with uh with the coronavirus and all this shelter in place stuff going on you you know but you gotta you gotta still network you still gotta figure out a way to 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 grow your brands grow your 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 presence online while you can't grow your presence offline um and that i think that you know there's there's people who, who, who do have kind of um, social anxiety and that get, kind of gets is, is still exhibited through this uh, through this you know virtual experience that you know you and I are experiencing right now people have that and, and and they get kind of nervous or whatever it is oh I don't know what I'm doing you know yada 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 but um, I, I just you know, I like you were saying. I reiterate the words that you're saying. Is like you gotta, you gotta go make it happen or or do it. You know, because maybe those opportunities that they're talking, we're talking about right now. You know, we never know. Lyft might just shut down because right. it's just not a. You know, it's a person to person opportunity. It just shuts down. You can't do that anymore. You know, might have to have certifications that that the average person can't get. I mean, I'm not trying to be doomsday here, but reality is some things will there's a lot of stuff that's going to go back to the drawing board you know um and 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 that's gonna that's gonna happen um you know and and people who who are like i'm too proud to get the the government aid or whatever it may be um you don't know until you do it what 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 whether it's going to make you less proud or more proud or whatever it may be um, and unfortunately, there are a lot of people out there that aren't going to be able to take advantage of it because they just don't got their documents on, uh, in line, unfortunately. Right. Um, yeah. So I guess like maybe the last thing we can we can talk about here is um, there there's like a there's like a there's a lot of opportunity that's about to happen, but it's just not stuff that maybe is is what you're used to there's going to be a lot of you know opportunity in spaces that 
that that just that are going to be pivoting like the idea of cloud kitchens you know cloud kitchens have been um a conversation for the past couple of years um how where people you just make the food and it goes in a robot or it goes in uh postmates or uber eats car and it gets delivered to you um you know they the in the in the business or i guess um, i don't know sure if it's in the business world but they talk about something called the last mile so it's kind of the 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 idea that uh, you'll never uh, you may never go into a 7-eleven again that you know it, you you just um you order it and it shows up at your doorstep you don't ever have to go go there and it's you know the economy is gonna have to change you know this whole the whole way we do things and operate businesses um and uh i i personally have been studying this for a long time so um i'm i'm, I'm i know i'm in a different mindset than a lot of folks who are used to to going out there and you know picking up their milk at the at the grocery store uh and i've i've been the type of person that's like getting prepared for this this for a while i'm not the doomsday prepper that i i see you know folks uh folks having the dehydrated foods or anything like that but that that the world is definitely it's always been changing but this is this is one of those those times where it's really accelerated um and we're all just kind of trying to trying to get our our footing right? right um and for for those who who are a little bit further down the road like you and i who who, who knew our knew our know our way around you know online marketing know our way around uh you know the technical uploading you know processing and interfacing with online environments um i just want to encourage those people to just keep on creating and and, and making things that they that can that someone even if it's just one person sees it uh to, to do it because it's it, it it matters it does matter um and uh and don't get don't get stuck on one one platform because that's that's where things can get a little bit um can get confusing because you may not you just may not ever register on 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 youtube or facebook or whatever platform that is diversify your portfolio it's like a you know owning stock you own stock in your own content by putting it on on multiple platforms um and then like uh i guess uh I'd say try and learn a new skill, you know, um, yeah. whether that's, whether that's live streaming or photography or any sort of, you know, art, uh, cooking, you know, there's just different, there's different things that you can do during this time and, and whatnot, um, to just make yourself a better person. Uh, and that's, I mean, maybe that's a cliche, but like in improving yourself is an important part, important thing, I think. Yeah, for sure, for sure, man. I mean, you, you know, you're right. You know, you're seeing a lot of things. I'm seeing a lot of things that are becoming popular that probably weren't as popular before, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, even when you said cooking, it made me think about, um, I seen something the other day and some lady or whatever is doing, um, this lady I know, actually a lady I know is doing it. She's doing like these Facebook Lives, like, mm-hmm 
cooking meals or whatever the case may be, you know, and it's getting a lot of juice out there, you know what I mean? A lot of traction, you know? So it's like she wasn't really doing it before, but now it's turning into a more popular thing because of the situation that we're in, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so you're right, you know, learning a different type of skill, you know, as cliche as it sounds, becoming a better person or whatever, you know, the case may be, because, you know, I, you know, I kind of believe, you know, and uh, what you were just saying, as far as like, you know, I never heard of the concept of the last mile, mm-hmm. but I do believe that, you know, this whole thing that we're in is going to speed up the, the Amazonification kind of of like our world you know what i'm saying so i don't think there's mm-hmm. going to be as many retail places coming back you know once this mm-hmm. is all over i don't think it's going to be as many restaurants coming back there's going to be new ones and everything else but you know i think when this is all over the landscape is going to be a little bit different you know what i'm saying and i mm-hmm. think that the you know that's a real thing that's a fact you know just like people live paycheck to paycheck businesses live paycheck to paycheck Right. Like you were talking about, like, even when you first getting out there, you know, day one, day zero, you know, day zero, maybe you can do stuff for mom and pops because you might be trying to build a portfolio. So, you know, you offering free work or whatever the case may be. But Mm -hmm. then when it comes time to, you know, get down and get serious and get busy, you do got to step up to somebody who's bigger, who has the infrastructure, who has the ability to pay you or whatever the case, you know, may be. And so. Just like people live paycheck to paycheck, a lot of these businesses live paycheck to paycheck, mm-hmm. you know. And it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be different, man. For a lot of things, you know, that ends up happening, you know, after this whole thing, and you know, and something as far as like just ordering something, not being able to go to the Seven Eleven or whatever the case may be, you know, that's not far fetched. You know, that's that's a real thing. So, you know, if you just got laid off of your job or whatever the case may be. You know, that's that's real. You know, you might have to learn a different skill because you might not go back to where you just were, you know. So it's, you know, it's right. You're right. You got to learn something, do something different, learn something new. Just just try. You know what I mean? You don't have to be the best at everything. You just kind of got to learn and get in where you fit in and and make it happen, you know, from there. You know, you don't have to be the best at what everybody else is the best at. You just got to do what you can do and do what the best you can do it. You know, yeah, I think something to to highlight on that point is is that um, if no one else is going to make it happen for you, um, and maybe the help isn't enough help, that's the thing I'm most most worried about is that you know this PPP EIDL is that it's not going to get to the independent contractor, it's not going to get to those the small business because yeah. you know I'm in one of those places. I'm I'm. I'm in that category and I haven't seen yeah. any of it. I've seen yeah. zilch, seen nothing, you know, and, and I know that 5% of all businesses have received some grand, we're talking hundreds of millions of businesses, 5%, you know, maybe yeah. less. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, no, that's real. You know, that, that, that really is the numbers, you know, like not a lot of people are seeing it, you know, and it's hard when it gets down to this level, right? But that's mm-hmm. why you might as well try to get it because if it happens it happens and if it don't you know you're just going to have to adapt and 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 do something different but Hmm. you know even just following along with all of this stuff it's like you know i'm seeing a lot of people who you know they've been in business i mean maybe for years longer than me Mm -hmm. or maybe not as long um 
you know, both scenarios where, you know, they just, like you said a little bit ago, they don't have any documents in order. You know, maybe they don't have a business bank account or something mm-hmm. along those lines. Just, you know, like the, the business side of things, not just the creative side of things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's and it's prohibiting them from taking part in this program. And, you know, I mean, and, 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 and you write. It might not be enough, right? It might not be enough because you don't know how long this whole thing is going to last. Mm-hmm. So it might not be enough, but you know what? At that point, you know, you just got to pivot and adapt, do something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> just keep it rolling. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm, I'm one of those people who's who looks at it, you know, and, and thinks about what if I wasn't in the position that I'm in right now where, you know, I have a little bit of documents. I, I've been playing you know, the game of business or independent contract. I've been uh, do, um, making it happen for myself is the word I was looking for. Or the, the thing I wanted to say was I made it happen for myself. You know, um, I know there are folks out there that, that that got a job when they were, you know, 18, been at the same job for a long time. You know, they never really made it happen for themselves. They never got another skill. They just whatever data entry whatever it may be they they don't exist on a lift platform they don't exist as a contractor really they you know they've got no rep they have no representation out there outside of the the job that they've been working for so long um well we if you think about it not to interrupt you but if you think about it it's like you don't have to right it's like if you work yeah you don't have to yeah right you work like it's like you're saying you're talking about different ways to be creative and still network and, and reach out and get to know people and all this stuff while all this is going on, right? But if you always just kind of had that job, you don't have to do that. You don't mm-hmm. have to, right? Like, what do I have to network for? I, I get paid. I go to work. You know, I do my thing and I go home. I don't have to network. You know, I can mm-hmm. if I want to, you know, get to know people. and all this, But I don't have to, you know what I'm saying? But if you're doing something for yourself, now, all of a sudden, you got to, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, mm-hmm. I said, I'm not really, you know, I'm not a serial networker and I'm not all about going to every damn event that there is, yeah. but it's, it's part of the game now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But when I worked and I had a job, I didn't have to do none of that stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just go to work, do my thing, just keep it moving. You know, I didn't have to worry about getting better at anything or meeting new people or being innovative. You know what I'm saying? So... Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not not to knock on anybody in that position, but if you think about it, it's like you know, you don't have to. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like you know. Yeah, there are going to be those people. I hope this is the case. At least there's going to be some people who are fortunate enough to to get back right into that into that the job <clears throat> the. I don't know how to explain it, but like, uh, like you just get another job right after this, right? And there are those people who are just—I mean, everybody who's in that category right now is blaming it on coronavirus. But in reality, the coronavirus just really accelerated the the economic downturn that we're having, you know. And people talk about the you know patterns or whatever in, in economics and all that, but that's kind of irrelevant when I when I think about it. I think, okay, well, you know. This is a a workforce reset, you know. Uh, there are a lot of people who, who are in that kind of mindset where it's like, you know, um, that working for a job they owe it to them. You know, they 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 had that kind of 
that I, I see it as a negative mindset. Maybe some people are going to see it as a positive mindset where it's like the world owes it to me to have a job or like, you know, kind of like a pretentious thing. Right, yeah, yeah. And, you know, those folks are going to really eat it if they don't get another job after after they get back to, you know, this, well, maybe let's say eight months or whatever it is, it's going to take till the, the, the businesses open, again, open up again. It's, it's going to be one of those things like you didn't, you didn't make it happen you, again. Like, and it's, and it takes, it takes uh, a lot, takes a lot of failure and uh, to, 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 to know how to pivot. You talked yeah. about pivoting earlier. You gotta, you gotta fail to know to pivot. Yeah. You know, um, that's a that's a skill that you can learn, and you know. Um, I'm telling you, man. Let me yeah. real quick. I'm gonna throw this in there. So one of the things really that made me really really consider getting into, you know, working for myself full time was, is when I was teaching. I was teaching at this school, okay, and I and I like and I loved it. Right. Before, mm-hmm. when I first started teaching, I was teaching in the inner city. I was in a rough school. It was it was what it was. Right. You know, it was it was just crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. But then after that, I had got another job teaching at this nice school. I mean, I loved it. You know what I'm saying? I was I was teaching there. It, it, was, it was just it was beautiful. It was, you know, the kids were cool. The administration was cool. The school was clean. You know what I mean? Air conditioning and heat, all that type of jazz, man. You know, I was coaching at another high school and I was coaching with one of, you know, a good friend of mine who I met during coaching. But, it, you know, it, everything was just sweet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it was it was sweet. Mm-hmm. I, I had everything how I wanted it. And, mm-hmm. and, and then like this, boom, it was over. Right. They had came through. They did budget cuts. And I was, you know, it's like what would they say, uh, you know, last one hire, first one fire type of type of deal. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what happened. And at that point, you know, I mean, dude, it, it messed with me. It really messed with me. Like I was I was messed up over that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I felt like I just had everything was just going beautiful. And it was just like, boom, snatched away from me like that. Mm-hmm. And so that's what really got me thinking to get into this whole stuff. It wasn't then that I made the transition. It, was, it would have been another year because I taught again for another year. Mm-hmm. But it was at that point that I was just like, yo, I'm never letting that happen to me again. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know, you've been fired enough times, you know, after a while you get sick of it. You're just like, you know what? I can't have this going on. I can't let nobody control my fate that much. You know what I'm saying? I feel like for me, that was kind of just like the last straw. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, even years before I had been laid off from my other job where I was working in a trade over five years. But that right there was just like, that was it, bro. So, you know what I mean? Like, it, everybody's going to have their point. I don't know what people's points are, but for me, that was mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. when you just get something taken away from you, you had it how you wanted it, and then you just realize how much control you don't have over it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's what changed it for me. So. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but like it was just kind of made me think what you were saying kind of made me think of all of that. Yeah, and I think that it's just amplified with this is, you know, that experience. A lot of people are, are going through their first experience, you know, like that. Um, and, you know, adversity for, for me, uh, I've experienced a lot of adversity. And, um, and 
in the in the workforce the adversity you know was self-implemented a lot of the time like i did i i see i hear your story and i'm like wow that's uh, i admire that like got big opportunities you know from from you know the manufacturing world that you're working in and getting an opportunity working for for uh for the school uh system but i'm sure you put a lot of effort into doing that i I know what it takes to do that and like i admire that for sure and then when you talk about you know that 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 happening like that they cut budget cuts you know you hear about that stuff but you don't you don't necessarily know a lot of people i mean that have gone through through that so i'm sure this is like you're thinking like, oh, this is this is this is nothing. Like this, this is just another. This is just like this is like nothing. Like I, I could have saw this. I saw this coming. Like this was, you know, the way that you've been working. It's like that could happen to you any day. You right. know, being laid off and then, but I don't. Uh, I mean, laid off and and what happened to you with budget cuts is two different things. Laying off is like. Oh man, you know, but then like right. budget yeah, cuts, yeah, it's like yeah. it's more like f you, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Sure, and so like, I, I've been what I've been through is is like I've always been kind of someone who wanted to step back, you know, uh, in in my workplace, not to get too too uh, too friendly with people, uh, because down here it's like people will say a wild wild stuff i'm not sure if it's the same up in jersey but people just say wild stuff to protect their job right yeah, i've been through that job. so many you know i'd be like yeah and and so for me i don't i don't play that shit and right. so too many times um i'll just get let go because people want to play that game and i don't play that game i don't play the game you know and then so i've already played this this whole like get money from the government game you know it's 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 nothing new you know for for me and i know that playing the get money from the government game uh can go one of two ways they either give it to you or they don't give it to you you know um and you know while i was um while i was going through like the constant uh you get you know the the constant like okay you work this job for x amount of time then you know, for whatever reason, they they want to furlough you or lay you off. You you got to go to the government and say, hey, can I get unemployment? Uh, can I can I get some money so I can go to my next job or whatever? Done that. You know, it's it's right. nothing. You know, right. um, not that big a deal, man. Yeah, not not at all. It's like it's no different. And I'm trying to explain to people that you know people need to realize that the company they work for do it that's why they're in the position that they can pay you because right. they, t- they 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 get budget cuts or, or they get uh tax cuts they get all these reasons they they keep them their budgets in, in play you know they get government contracts government contracts are just a government aid right. just look at it like and and so like when i hear people say oh, i'm too proud to do things i'm like well you you obviously just don't understand the system like uh right. so like for for me it's like you gotta look at that you gotta look at the you know you, you look at the public money you gotta look at the private money that's going out right now you talked about ideas earlier you know you gotta take your idea and pitch it i think it's it's gonna be easy but you gotta have communication skills you gotta be able to 
to to get online and, and have a Zoom call or, or whatnot with somebody who has the opportunities, you know. And I wanted to, you know, talk to you about this. You talked about you got an idea of a product. I have an idea of a product as well. You know, mine's, my, my product my product that I was developing prior to all this happening, I flew out to Los Angeles for an esports convention. And then I went to, uh, to Houston for another esports convention because I've been doing this whole uh, media coverage thing for, for esports for the past five years. Mm-hmm. And so the product that I was developing was an online education system. You know, mm-hmm. as I was working for, for clients, I kind of got to piece these things together, learn business, learn, uh, learn how to, get people to contract work for you all these different things whereas the day zero people don't have that um just to add that in there just mm-hmm. try to keep the thing found put a foundation to this is that um it is the product the developing a product like you're, t- you're talking about is it takes experience it takes things Providing a service, you could you could start at day zero. Absolutely. You, you just providing a service. You have to know that you want to do something and go and do it. Right. The product stuff is a lot harder. You know, that's more about the conversation that we're having. Is like, how do you put together uh, an education uh, education system to 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 teach other people to do a service? You know, right. you know. I don't know what your product your your idea was for a product but you know when i think of when i think when i think of people like uh a grant cardone or a ty lopez uh or even a gary vaynerchuk for instance their products um they're they're like a bridge between learning how to do a service and also learning how to make the product you know um And then when we talk, when we start getting into the idea of physical products, um, I think that that's that the the way that the um, uh, supply chain is working right now, physical products that might be a, a bit difficult. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's that's one where it's like, well, with this whole "Made in America" mandate, it's like. Um, you know, I kind of, you know, it's kind of this, this, it's, um, it's a blessing and a curse because you kind of want it, you kind of want the economy to be made in America, you know, and, and you want your community to have money to spend money, you know, right. but, but at the same point in time, the way the systems work in way that, you know, that people have been doing it. Uh, in order to operate at least developing a physical product you kind of have to do business with countries other countries you know right. um, because we just don't have the tools we don't have the machines to to you know print this or or mold this or whatever it may be and, and you know because you worked in manufacturing you yeah. know x years ago what the game's like as far as that goes yeah you know um, so i just wonder you know with those with those folks who are having to pivot, you know, making from from uh, from doing like a textile to now doing metal, you know, and, and 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 plastics, it's crazy. You know, you're talking about like for instance, some gaming peripheral companies, people who manufacture computer parts, are having to manufacture ventilators and 
and uh, yeah. masks. It's nuts. It's just like, what's how long? How long will that go up? Mm. How long can can we keep that up? And then, how do folks like myself? That you know, I got some ideas for for uh, for stuff. I look at there's a there's a there's a company out there called um, Stream Geeks, and the company that's uh, above it is called um, IPTV Cameras or something like I can't uh, can't remember. But they 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 prim- primarily manufacture camera equipment um, for production studios you know and and i see them the way what they're doing i think well man maybe one day i'll be like that i'll be manufacturing cameras i'll be thinking of broad ideas like that and i got a couple different ideas like that and and it's you know i thought that that was something you know before all this coronavirus stuff products and whatnot was something that could happen in the next five years now it's like well i don't know i have no idea i don't understand the i don't understand the landscape enough uh to 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 put that together but i definitely know that there's an avenue for people to educate you know yeah uh for, for to sure. put together put together your ebook put together your online course course and whatnot and sell that stuff um especially in esports yeah. man i heard i just heard uh i didn't see it i, I forget where i seen it at but i heard that they was gonna air a, like an esports basketball game yeah. On ESPN, like regular ESPN, not like the Ocho or nothing like that. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's crazy, man. You just never know where these opportunities are going to pop up. But, you know, you're right. Like you said, when you're creating something, you know, you kind of got to have experience and, you know, a little bit at least you would think in what you're already doing. You know what I'm saying? So, but you never know where that is going to, that, you know, opportunity is going to pop up at though, man. So. Yeah, I think I mean intuition. Intuition, I think, is is something. Maybe the little highlight what you're saying is, you could have intuition and 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 just like naturally adapt. You know, like uh, that. I mean, it kind of just like <laughs> this word's gonna sound uh, kind of hunk, hunky dory there, but manifest it. You know, manifest it into your reality. Um, you know, and I, I I never really like want to promote that 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 type of stuff. But there's like there's the the folks out there that that uh, it's like they're like if you you meditate on it, it'll come to fo- law of attraction that sort sort of thing. Right. And like you could just sit on your ass and do nothing, you know, like right. forever. But you gotta you gotta put some action into it. And I I, right. I think there are I think. And you know, I, I hope this podcast gets to somebody who's just been thinking about sort sort of stuff like that. Because you know, I I am and I, you know, you brought it up earlier that you've been thinking about a product, and that I I would like to hear about that. You know, in the comments or something like that, or send me a message. Tell me, like, if I can help yeah. someone in any way, if I can help you as well in any way developing yeah, that product. For sure, man. Um, Dude, it was it was really simple. It was going to be a magazine, right? And, yeah. And and that's really what it was going to be. It was going to be a magazine. Uh, a local magazine. That's all okay. it was going to be. You know what I'm saying? It was a it was a way to make some money. Uh, yeah. It was a way to still be able to do what I was doing. It was just going to be a food based magazine. That's that's really oh. what it was going to be. And yeah. um, and I had took the idea to a couple of my clients because you know they was and and they they was into it. They was you know I had got a whole game plan on how to get this whole bad boy set up and, and rolling and everything and. Um, 
you know that's 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 really what it was man it was you know it was a way to it was a way to create another stream of making some money and since it's a product that's more scalable you know but that's really what it was you know it was something like that and it, and it was just like uh you know a lot of it, it was one of those things where i feel like it was kind of like it wasn't really focused on you know because everything is so digital now which is which is fine you know that's the way of of the world you know what i'm saying but you know it was kind of like i seen an opening that's what it was like i seen an opening you know, I see these businesses and they still spending plenty of money buying print ads. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And um, and that's kind of where that experience comes in. Like, you know, you're seeing it, you're knowing it. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm seeing my work in a bunch of magazines. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they spend, somebody's spending this money somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, shit. I'm like, why can't I get in on that? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Make it simple. Make it easy. And then build it up from there. You know what I'm saying? But just start off simple start. So that's what I was going to do. It was going to be a super simple food magazine, hyper local, just in like, you know, a couple of zip codes. That's it, man. You know, and, mm-hmm. uh, and then figuring out how to make the money from it. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that was that was that was what the idea was. Now, you know, like I said, kind of, you know, things came down to a shutdown. So mm-hmm. whatever it is, what it is. But um that's what it was man you know just super simple man like something that people weren't really looking at you know there were people looking at it but like you know you're running across somebody who's doing that nobody's Mm -hmm. doing that no more so to me that's that's a perfect opportunity because it's less competition you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying Mm -hmm. so and i still see it out there working Mm -hmm. so that's what i was gonna do you know what i mean but you know We'll see. We'll see how things go after this is all said and done. You know what I mean? We'll mm-hmm. see who lasts the storm and who doesn't. And you know, we'll see whatever happens. But you know, basically that was it. So now, maybe I'll make something else. Maybe another product or something. I don't know. Maybe I'll sell T-shirts or something. I don't know. Whatever, man. You know what I mean? Just, just mm-hmm. something. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, that's what it was, really. You know what I mean? I would like to be able to make something that's more digital, but I feel like I just, I don't know what that would be for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 like, mm-hmm. I like what you're saying, like you're making that kind of that educational platform. Mm-hmm. So for me, I wouldn't, for me, I'm not too sure on what that would be. Like, you know what I mean? Like me making it personally. Mm-hmm. You know, one of my clients, they, they teach and they got courses and all of that stuff. So mm-hmm. I help them and, you know, selling that and, and setting up all that stuff online because that's not what they do mm-hmm. but um you know that for me that's how i could get into it because you know i don't i don't really have something where i feel comfortable like i got something like here you know what i mean but you know. yeah i mean so the client that i was working with before this all uh went went down um he was in the the health and wellness yoga space i think you had you're similar right you have you were doing similar similar Health and um, wellness. Yeah, did you have a yoga instructor? I don't. I, I don't remember. Um, no, I mean I've done some some work for some gyms. There's like a gym around the corner oh, from okay. me, and I've done gotcha. a bunch of photo shoots for them. But um, health and no, I wasn't really into the health and wellness space though. Yeah, so that's that's what I was doing for the past year. Uh, yeah. Was was doing that and and um, it was. 
that's kind of where I kind of got some more information. Um, the business aspect, I didn't really get that much business experience out of that. It was more about the products and trying to sell the marketing and advertising. Right. Um, my business experience that I've gotten has been was previously working as a general manager, manager, assistant manager for bars and restaurants. Um, and just kind of like get I've been like, oh well, why am I get why am I getting a ten ninety nine here, but I got a W two? Uh, why is a why is this going on? Like why is it always switching up on me? Like why do certain people have a business like this and a business like that? Right. And so like I was like, oh, somehow I'm getting screwed. You know, <laughs> so somehow I'm the one getting screwed in this deal. Right. And and it wasn't until later on when I started trying to file for unemployment. That it was like, oh, this is how this is working. This is this is the get down for them over here. Right. And so, you know, and and come to find out now, you know, do, dealing with that now that you know clients are canceling and everything and trying to figure out unemployment is such a broken system. It's so broken right, because it because if you're in your business for yourself, you gotta you gotta have all this paperwork in line and and it's crazy. Like it's real crazy as far as how it's going and how it's being distributed but i i mean like i can't i can't you know state enough like just try if you're if you're really just there if you if it's between the streets and a you know take the it, street man. yeah like if it, take it yeah. dog like yeah. you know, whatever yeah. you want to give it out and go get it you know what i mean yeah like, it might be because i but we're gonna figure it out i heard i've been hearing people's just horror stories of people getting you know, kicked out of their their apartments or their houses or whatever because they can't pay rent or whatever, and getting dragged out of places. It's um. I believe it. I it's crazy. It. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. It's like folks, like if if you can listen to anything, stop being so you know being so proud, being so ridiculous. Just just uh, take what you what what you can get. Like obviously, in a what you like you might as well call your employer the government since your employer the government doesn't want to give you money take employ money from the established government like hey, like I, I'm, a, I'm i don't know this folks just folks need to, to to think like think like think of think of this because you don't want to end up on the streets you don't want to have to be you know you you gotten yourself to the point which you can get an apartment you can get yourself a, a house or whatever you know for whatever reason you're on you're in the in a position where you might have to sleep in your car sleep in your car but try and get the money you know like, yeah you like right know. now everybody else out here doing it you might as well get you your little slice yeah oh man at it. For, whether, absolutely whether you deserve it or you don't if they willing to give it to you you might as well try to take it yeah there's uh there's a couple of pu private grants out there, um, you know, Bumble, Facebook, um, some big private companies. Well, they're publicly traded, but I mean, they're private grants when it comes down to, to who gets accepted or who doesn't. I mean, it's a little bit more open to the public grants that are coming from the government as to who can get it. It's more a little bit more specific on who gets it. Um, but those as well, go out there and apply for those, those private grants. Um, there might be something in your city. You know, private grant in your city, um, or your county, or wherever you live. So this is a global platform. So I don't know, I don't know necessarily what the the rules are are you know in 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 the UK or in Canada or Mexico or anything like that. Your government shut down. I don't know. 
but, but um, for yeah, those folks. You got to just do the research, man. You're right. You got to do the research. I apply for other grants through other companies, nonprofits. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Might get them, might not. Yeah. But, but yeah. you got to at least try. So you're right, though. You just, but you got to look. You got to do the research. You know what I mean? Yeah. So before I let you go, anything you want to say? Uh, any ideas? Um, also, feel free to shout out your channels and your website. Talk about what services you you're 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 able to still sell. Like whatever you, you can do, feel free. I I'd like to hear hear more about what you got going on. Yeah. All right. Well, I would just say in closing. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on, man. It was a, it was a good time. Enjoy getting to know you, man. Um, yeah. You know. Uh, and you can check me out. Usually, usually you find me everything with Jonathan K. Moore, you know, J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-K Moore. That's on my YouTube. Uh, or Create More Media. That's on all my stuff, my YouTube, my social media, my Instagram, my Facebook, my website. Um, I'm not a huge social media guy. I ain't going to lie. You know what I mean? I'm not, like, always on, but, you know, I'm there, but I ain't always on. But right now... Uh, like I said, you know, a lot of the things that I'm focusing on now going forward is just looking for those opportunities, man, um, as far as like, like I said, whether it be something like a virtual tours or whatever the case may be, uh, putting in more stock work, maybe, you know, putting together some of my own content to try to build up my platforms and everything else while I got this time. And uh, and then seeing what's going on with these programs, man, these government programs, you know, and seeing what's seeing what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, you know, hey, something's going something's going to happen. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know what that something is right now. And I ain't going to lie and act like I got the answers. But, um, you know, something's going to happen. So in the meantime, just look for opportunities and um, and take advantage of any opportunities, whether it be that PPP. The, you know, the EIDLs, unemployment, anything, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. <laughs> Grant all that stuff. I'm going after it to try to weather this storm just like everybody else. You know what I mean? And, um, and you know, and then if not, we'll see when it's all said and done. You know what I mean? And admit something might change because, like, you know. You know, once you, you know, you start out wanting to do something and sometimes that's not what it always ends up being. You know, like I said, I started out doing social media marketing and apparently I guess I wasn't that good at it. I lost all them clients. And then I've been doing this lately, you know, all of my content creating uh, for the last, you know, almost three years now. And uh, and then we'll see what happens, man. You know, um, just kind of got to play it out of how the landscape is, you know what I mean? And hopefully still be able to do what you want to do to some degree with all of that but you know being able to adapt not being too proud to be like oh i ain't doing that or you know just being able to adapt do what needs to be done and uh you know keep it moving man yeah i was gonna say um are you on upwork or fiverr or any of those places i'm not on upwork or fiverr i have used a lot of those services um, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I have like white label those services for like clients and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. you know, you know how to get, can you do this? Well, of course I can do that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, um, but I haven't been on there myself, but, uh, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to being on there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because like, 
you know, it's it's in my if it's in my wheelhouse, like why not? You know what I mean? I can't <laughs> say I'm gonna go out and do something that completely I have no idea about. But if it's in my wheelhouse, that's what I'll do. You know, and then also whoever, uh, you know, in, any clients that I've worked with in the past or still work with, just looking for different ways to service them more. You know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. I have some video clients, but then. You know, I can also help them with web stuff or setting up their courses online or whatever the case may be. That might not be my specialty, but you know, and do you sub? Being. So, I mean, you, you you said it. I mean, um, I'm gonna put it in different words. But do you subcontract people locally? Um, depending on the job, you know what I mean. If there's a margin huh. in there for it, you know, yeah. Or if it's something that I can't do, then mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you know what I mean. Um, Interestingly enough, being a teacher, being I used to teach photography and all, I have some mm-hmm. students who are really into film and everything else. Oh right. Yeah. So when we done so when I've done some work or gotten some bigger projects or whatever, you know, and I needed to sub some work, <clears throat> that's a good pool that I can reach into because it's people I already know and trust, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh for the most part I try to keep it you know, I just try to keep a light sh- like a light ship, man, you know what I'm saying? Like not nothing too crazy, you know what I'm saying. But you know, nowadays you can have almost you can do damn near anything. But mm-hmm. you know, but nothing too too crazy, you know what I mean. Not looking to have too many, too many hands on deck, but having the things that I need. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of I guess maybe the opposite in that regard. I like to uh, the bigger bigger productions are kind of where I, I think I would strive and I was kind of getting there was I was just kind of trying to build up my business right. legally to be able to do more like hiring and firing and keep them going because I got to the level where I was contracting people on Upwork subcontracting I had a couple of different people who I directly contracted um, and you know was were never really got to the $600 mark to where I had to deal with any of that really but you know I was getting there and I was like right. I was I was like damn I'm going to have that 10 employees you know mm-hmm. I'm going to have that like right and uh, it just never it never really got there but um you know all the experience that I've gotten have have made me want to i desire that that level of thing and you know i hear like i got a buddy you know i got a couple different buddies but knives is a really close one uh knives monroe and he uh you know he has that experience of back in the day producing his own short film as an artist and um and putting up you know the budget for a production like that and having contract 10 like a, a whole cast and and behind the scenes in front of the screen sort of situation and i had some of that experience in 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 college but from a professional level um i haven't got there for myself yet and i'm i'm that's that's something i'm working on um but yeah so that's what was that i said you know you want that yeah 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 you know what i'm saying because yeah you know you got to know what you want you know yeah you you want that that's straight. You know what I mean? Ain't nothing wrong yeah. with that. It's hard, though, because, you know, a lot of people along the way were like, uh, that's going to be really difficult. You know? And it is. It is. Like, because yeah, it's, it's it it, you know, for folks, folk, like, for what I normally do, obviously, um, the, 
the the independent or just getting the contract that's simple enough it goes into a banking account you know whatever the work is uh, but once you start getting people working with you and well in other words working for you it's it's not easy like uh, there's so many so many pieces of paper that you need to just justify that you can can do that but you know um something i'm working on i'm aspiring to do um and um so yeah i appreciate you coming on the show and uh i'll I'll love to have you back on again maybe on a round table i'm gonna try and put together a round table so some different content creators can come on i just you know this is uh this is something that I have the opportunity to do more now because bef- a lot of what I was doing before was focusing on clients right. and as I'm pivoting and, and whatnot to try and either be some sort of video conference um, engineer or something like that and helping people establish their podcasts um, and, uh, and get online for people who aren't online, um, trying to build up the sales channels to do that as well as the products like I talked to you about earlier. Um, I want to, I still want to have a creative avenue and an educational avenue like this um, to, to, to utilize what I, all the tools and whatnot that I've been putting together for clients for, uh, for folks out there um, like yourself and I to, to kind of talk shop, talk about the, talk about the business, how we're all working, like, how we're doing it independently, how we're doing it as a team, what are some of the things that we sell, how can we use help each other out. That's the kind of the goal here. But once again, thanks for coming on the show. And, and um, thanks for having me. I, for all of you guys who've tuned in, and, and uh, I didn't have the comments up for a while, so I don't know who who said what, but because we were just vibing. We were vibing, getting things on, on the record, on wax. And um, I'll shoot you over. I'll shoot everybody over the... Uh, the podcast version of this on social media again trent knox tv on pretty much all social media across the world trentknox.com peace